are listening to the most original talk radio station anywhere. We are L.A. Talk Radio at latalkradio.com. You can support Sapphire Planet by visiting the online store at sapphireplanet.com. Welcome. Your journey is just beginning. You are now entering the Sapphire Planet. Sapphire Planet. Hummingbirds are birds that comprise the family Trochilidae. They are among the smallest of birds most species measuring in the 7.5 to 13 centimeter range or 3 to 5 inches in length. The smallest living bird species is a hummingbird. The bee hummingbird is only 5 centimeters long. They hover in midair by rapidly flapping their wings 12 to 80 times per second, depending on the species. They are known as hummingbirds because of their humming sound created by their beating wings, which sometimes sounds like bees or other insects. A group of hummingbirds is called a choir. To conserve energy while they sleep or when food is scarce, they have the ability to go into a hibernation-like state, torpor, where their metabolic rate is slowed to one-fifteenth its normal rate. When the nights get colder, their body temperature can drop significantly and thus slow down their heart and breathing rate, thus burning much less energy overnight. As day heats back up and they resume their normal activity, 
the hummingbird's body temperature will come back to its normal operating temperature. They can fly at speeds exceeding 15 meters per second or 54 kilometers per hour or 34 miles per hour. They are also the only group of birds with the ability to fly backwards. Individuals from some species of hummingbirds weigh less than a penny. Hummingbirds drink nectar, a sweet liquid inside certain flowers. Like bees, they are able to assess the amount of sugar in the nectar they eat. They reject flower types that produce nectar that is less than 10% sugar and prefer those whose sugar content is higher. Nectar is a poor source of nutrients, so hummingbirds meet their needs for protein, amino acids, vitamins, minerals, by preying on insects and spiders. Most hummingbird species have bills that are long and straight, or nearly so. But in some species, the bill shape is adapted for specialized feeding. Thornbills have a short, sharp bills adapted for feeding from flowers with short corollas and piercing the bases of longer ones. The sickle bills, extremely decurved bills are adapted for extracting nectar from the curved corollas of flowers in the family Gensineriaceae. The bill of the fiery-tailed all bill has an upturned tip, as in the avocets. The male tooth-billed hummingbird has barracuda-like spikes at the tip of its long, straight bill. The two halves of the hummingbird's bill have a pronounced overlap, with the lower half, the mandible, fitting tightly inside the upper half, the maxilla. When hummingbirds feed on nectar, the bill is usually only open slightly, allowing the tongue to dart out and into the interior of the flowers. While it has been believed that hummingbirds drink via capillary action, high-speed photography has revealed that the hummingbird's tongue tubes open down their sides and close around the nectar. Hummingbirds 
do not spend all day flying, as the energy cost would be prohibitive. The majority of their activity consists simply of sitting or perching. Hummingbirds feed in many small meals, consuming many small invertebrates and up to 12 times their own body weight in nectar each day. They spend an average of 10 to 15 percent of their time feeding and 75 to 80 percent of their time sitting and digesting. Hummingbirds are typically very territorial when it comes to food. Once a hummingbird finds a consistent source of food, such as an artificial feeder, it will fight off other hummingbirds to maintain complete dominance over the food source. Hummingbirds are specialized nectivores and are tied to the ornithophilus flowers they feed upon. Some species, especially those with unusual bill shapes, such as the sword-billed hummingbird and the sickle bills, are co-evolved with a small number of flower species. Many plants, pollinated by hummingbirds, produce flowers in shades of red, orange, and bright pink, though the birds will take nectar from flowers of many colors. Hummingbirds can see wavelengths into the near ultraviolet, but their flowers do not reflect these wavelengths as many insect-pollinated flowers do. This narrow color spectrum may render hummingbird-pollinated flowers relatively inconspicuous to most insects, thereby reducing nectar robbing. Hummingbirds' pollinated flowers also produce relatively weak nectar, average only 25% sugar, but containing high concentrations of sucrose, where insect pollinated flowers typically produce more concentrated nectars dominated by fructose and glucose. Hummingbird flight has been studied intensively 
from an aerodynamic perspective using wind tunnels and high-speed video cameras. Writing in nature, biochemists have studied the Rofus hummingbird in a wind tunnel using particle image velocimeters techniques and investigated the lift generated on the bird's upstroke and downstroke. They concluded that their subjects produced 75% of their weight support during the downstroke and 25% during the upstroke. Many earlier studies had assumed that lift was generated equally during the two phases of the wing beat cycle, as in the case of insects of a similar size. The findings show that hummingbirds hovering is similar to, but distinct from, that of hovering insects, such as the hawk moths. The giant hummingbird's wings beat is as low as 12 beats per second. The wings of medium-sized hummingbirds beat about 20 to 30 beats per second and the smallest of hummingbirds can reach 100 beats per second during courtship displays. A slow motion video has shown how the hummingbirds deal with water when they are flying. To remove the water from their heads they shake their heads and body similar to a dog shaking to shed water. With the exception of insects, hummingbirds, while in flight, have the highest metabolism of all animals. a necessity in order to support the rapid beating of their wings. Their heart rate can reach as high as 1,260 beats per minute, a rate once measured in a blue-throated hummingbird. This is roughly 20 beats per second. They also consume more than their own weight in nectar each day. And to do so, they must visit hundreds of flowers daily. Sadly, hummingbirds are continuously hours away from starving to death and are able to store just enough energy 
to survive overnight. Hummingbirds are capable of slowing down their metabolism at night or any other time food is not readily available. They enter a hibernation-like state known as torpor. During torpor, the heart rate and the rate of breathing are both slowed dramatically. Their heart rate to roughly 50 to 180 beats per minute, reducing the need for food. That is substantial because when they're flying, their heart rate can get as high as 1200 beats per minute. The dynamic range of metabolic rates in hummingbirds requires a corresponding dynamic range in kidney function. The glomerulus is a cluster of capillaries in the nephrons of the kidney that remove certain substances from the blood, like a filtration mechanism. The rate at which blood is processed is called the glomerular filtration rate, or GFR. Most often, these fluids are reabsorbed by the kidneys. During torpor, to prevent dehydration, the GFR slows, preserving necessities for the body such as glucose, water, and salts. The GFR also slows when a bird is undergoing water deprivation. The interruption of GFR is a survival and physiological mechanism unique only to the hummingbirds. Studies of hummingbirds' metabolisms are highly relevant to the question of how a migrating ruby-throated hummingbird can cross 800 kilometers or 500 miles of the Gulf of Mexico on a non-stop flight. This hummingbird, like other birds preparing to migrate, stores up fat to serve as fuel, thereby augmenting its weight by as much as 100% and hence increasing the bird's potential flying time. Hummingbirds have long lifespans for organisms with such rapid metabolisms. Though many die during their first year of life, especially 
in the vulnerable period between hatching and leaving the nest, otherwise known as fledging. Those hummingbirds that do survive may live a decade or more. Among the better known North American species, the average lifespan is three to five years. By comparison, the smaller shrews, among the smallest of all mammals, seldom lives more than two years. The longest recorded lifespan in the wild is that of a female broad-tailed hummingbird that was banned or ringed as an adult at least one year old, then astonishingly recaptured 11 years later, making her at least 12 years old. Other longevity records for banded hummingbirds include an estimated minimum age of 10 years, one month for a female black chin similar in size to broad-tailed and at least 11 years, two months for a much larger buff-bellied hummingbird. Hummingbirds are restricted to the Americas from southern Alaska to Tierra del Fuego and also including the Caribbean. The majority of species occur in tropical and subtropical Central and South America but several species also breed in temperate climates and some hillsters occur even in alpine Andean highlands at an altitude of up to 5,000 meters or 17,000 feet. The greatest species richness is in humid, tropical, and subtropical forests of the northern Andes and adjacent foothills. But the number of species found in the Atlantic forest, Central America, or southern Mexico also far exceeds the number found in southern South America, the Caribbean islands, the United States, and Canada. There are fewer than 25 different species of hummingbirds that have been recorded in the United States and less than 10 species of hummingbird in both 
Canada and Chile. Colombia alone has more than 160 species of hummingbird and comparably smaller Ecuador has about 130 species of hummingbird. The migratory ruby-throated hummingbird breeds in eastern North America while the black-chinned hummingbird, its close relative, and another migrant is the most widespread and common species in the southwestern United States. While the rufous hummingbird is the most widespread species in North America. There are no hummingbirds in Europe, Africa, Australia, or Asia. It is truly a rare bird. Most hummingbirds of the U.S. and Canada migrate south in fall to spend the winter in northern Mexico or Central America. A few southern South American species also move to the tropics in the southern winter. A few species are year-round residents in the warmer coastal and southern desert regions of the United States. Among these is the Rufus Hummingbird, a winter resident in Florida, parts of the Gulf Coast, and up to the lowlands of coastal South Carolina, Georgia. And Anna's Hummingbird, a common resident year-round from California inland to southern Arizona and north to southwestern coastal British Columbia. The Rufus hummingbird is one of several species that breed in North America and are wintering in increased numbers in the warm subtropical southeastern United States rather than tropical Mexico. The Rufus hummingbirds nests farther north than any other species and must tolerate occasional temperatures below freezing on its breeding grounds. This cold hardiness enables it to survive brief temperatures below freezing, provide that adequate shelter and feeders are available. Some species of sunbirds of Africa, southern and southeastern Asia, and Australia resemble hummingbirds in appearance and behavior, as do perhaps also the honey eaters of Australia and the Pacific Islands. 
These two groups, however, are not related to hummingbirds. Their resemblance is due to convergent evolution. As far as we know, male hummingbirds do not take part in nesting. Most species build a cup-shaped nest on the branch of a tree or shrub, though a few tropical species normally attract their nests to leaves. The nest varies in size relative to the species, from smaller than half a walnut shell to several centimeters in diameter. In many hummingbird species, spider silk is used to bind the nest material together and secure the structure to its support. The unique properties of silk allow the nest to expand with the growing young. Two white eggs are laid, which, despite being the smallest of all bird eggs, are in fact large relative to the hummingbird's adult size. Incubation lasts 14 to 23 days, depending on the species, ambient temperature, and female attentiveness to the nest. The mother feeds her nestlings on small arthropods and nectar by inserting her bill into the open mouth of a nestling and regurgitating the fruit into its crop. The outer tail feathers of male Anna's hummingbirds vibrate during display dives and produce a loud chirp. When courting, the male ascends some 30 meters before diving over an interested female at high speed and producing a high-pitched chirp sound. Experiments showed that the birds could not make the sound when missing their outer tail feathers and that those same feathers could produce the dive sound in a wind tunnel. The bird can sing at the same frequency as the tail feather chirp, but its weak syrinx is not capable of the same volume. Many other species of hummingbirds also produce sounds with their wings or tails, including the wings of the broad-tailed hummingbird, Rufus hummingbird, Allen's hummingbird, streamer tail, as well as the tail 
of the Costas hummingbird and the black chin hummingbird. In traditional taxonomy, hummingbirds are placed in the order Apodiformis, which also contains the birds, the swifts. However, some taxonomists have separated them into their own order. Trochiliaforms. Hummingbird's wing bones are hollow and fragile, making fossilization difficult and leaving their evolutionary history poorly documented. Though scientists theorize that hummingbirds originated in South America, where there is the greatest species diversity, possible ancestors of living hummingbirds may have lived in parts of Europe to what is southern Russia today. There are between 325 and 340 species of hummingbirds depending on taxonomic viewpoint divided into two subfamilies the hermits, subfamily Phaethorinithonide, which has 34 species in six genera, and the typical hummingbirds, subfamily Trochilinae, all the others. However, recent phylogenetic analysts suggest that this division is slightly inaccurate and that there are nine major clades of hummingbirds the topazes and the jacobins the hermits the mangoes the coquettes the brilliants the giant hummingbirds the mountain gems the bees and the emeralds The topazes and jacobins combined have the oldest split with the rest of the hummingbirds. The hummingbird family has the second greatest number of species of any bird family on earth after the tyrant flycatchers. Fossil hummingbirds are known from the Pliocene of Brazil and the Bahamas. However, neither has yet been scientifically described, and there are fossils and subfossils of a few extant species known. Until recently, older fossils had not been securely identifiable as those of hummingbirds. In 2004, there was identified two 30 million year old hummingbird fossils and this was published 
in scientific journals. The fossil of this primitive hummingbird species, named Eurotracheus inexpectinens, which means unexpected European hummingbird, had been sitting in a museum drawer in Stuttgart at the Stuttgart Museum. They had been unearthed in a clay pit at Waschk Frauweiler, south of Heidelberg, Germany. And it, because it was assumed that hummingbirds never occurred outside the Americas, were not recognized to be hummingbirds until a closer look. Fossils of birds not clearly assignable to either hummingbirds or related extinct family, the Jungonithonide, have been found at the Mesel Pit and in the Caucasus, dating from 40 to 35 million years ago. This indicates that the split between these two lineages indeed occurred around that date. The areas where these early fossils have been found had a climate quite similar to the northern Caribbean or southernmost China during that time. The biggest remaining mystery at the present time is what happened to hummingbirds in the roughly 25 million years between the primitive Eurotrichilius and the modern fossils. The astounding morphological adaptations, the decrease in size, and the dispersal to the Americas and the extinction in Eurasia all occurred during this time span. What happened? DNA to DNA hybridization results suggest that the main radiation of South American hummingbirds at least partly took place in the Miocene some 12 to 13 million years ago during the uplifting of the northern Andes. In 2013, a 50 million year old fossil bird unearthed in Wyoming was found to be a predator to both hummingbirds and swifts before the groups diverged. Many of the hummingbird species have bright plumage with exotic coloration. In many species, the coloring does not come from pigmentation in the feather structure, but instead from prism-like cells within the top layers of the feathers.
When light hits these cells, it is split into wavelengths that reflect to the observer in varying degrees of intensity. The hummingbird feather structure acts as a diffraction grating. The result is that, merely by shifting position, a muted looking bird will suddenly become fiery red or vivid green. However, not all hummingbird colors are due to the prism feather structure. The rusty browns of Allen's and Rufus hummingbirds come from pigmentation. Iridescent hummingbird colors actually result from a combination of refraction and pigmentation since the diffraction structures themselves are made of melanin, a pigment. Hummingbirds will also take sugar water from bird feeders. Such feeders allow people to observe and enjoy hummingbirds up close while providing the birds with a reliable source of energy especially when flower blossoms are less abundant. White granulated sugar is the best sweetener to use in a hummingbird feeder. A ratio of one cup sugar to four cups water is a common recipe. Boiling and then cooling this mixture before use has been recommended to help deter the growth of bacteria and yeasts. Powdered sugars contain cornstarch as an anti-caking agent. This additive can contribute to premature fermentation of the solution. Brown and raw sugars contain iron, which can be deadly to hummingbirds if consumed over long periods. Honey is made by bees from the nectar of flowers, but it is not good to use in hummingbird feeders because when it is diluted with water, microorganisms easily grow in it, causing it to spoil rapidly. Red food dye is often added to homemade solutions. Commercial products sold as instant nectar or hummingbird food may also contain preservatives and or artificial flavors as well as dyes. The long-term effects of these additives on hummingbirds have not been studied, but studies on laboratory animals indicate the potential to cause disease and premature mortality at high consumption rates. Although some commercial products contain small amounts of nutritional additives, hummingbirds obtain all necessary nutrients from the insects they eat. Other animals also visit hummingbird feeders 
bees, wasps, and ants are attracted to the sugar water and may crawl into the feeder where they may become trapped or drowned. Orioles, woodpeckers, bananakeets, and other larger animals are known to drink from hummingbird feeders, sometimes tipping them and draining the liquid. In the southwestern United States, two species of nectar-drinking bats, Leptona serratus urbana and Corycitis mexicana, visit hummingbird feeders to supplement their natural diet of nectar and, and pollen from saguaro cacti and agaves. Hummingbirds have played an important part in myth and culture. Aztecs wore hummingbird talismans, the talismans being representations, as well as actual hummingbird formed from parts of real hummingbirds, emblematic for their vigor, energy, propensity to do work along with their sharp beaks that mimic instruments of weaponry, bloodletting, Hummingbird talismans were prized as energy, vigor, and skill as arms, and warfare to the wearer. The Aztec god Hitzelopochtl is often depicted as a hummingbird. The Nahatl word Hitzel, hummingbird, is a onomatopoeic word derived from the sounds of the hummingbird's wing beats and zooming flight. One of the Nazca lines in Peru depicts a hummingbird. The Ohlone tell the story of how hummingbirds brought fire to the world. Trinidad and Tobago is known as the land of the hummingbird and the hummingbird can be seen on the nation's coat of arms and one cent coin as well as its national airline Caribbean Airlines. Your journey is now ending. You are now leaving the Sapphire Planet.
Goodbye from the Sapphire Planet. Own a piece of the planet. Now you can purchase Sapphire Planet merchandise online at sapphireplanet.com.